Did you know that we're exposed to thousands of commercial messages every day? And are you aware that consumers tend to trust what influencers say about brands much more than what brands say about themselves? When brands need to cut through the noise and reach consumers, influencer channels offer an unrivaled space to create genuine, meaningful dialogue and connect directly with consumers on their terms. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, a leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to understand more about influencer marketing and why it's such a powerful channel when it comes to building trust in your target group. Every Wednesday, we'll cover topics such as how to build a successful influencer marketing strategy, how to measure the effects, the role of influencer marketing in the overall media mix, and of course, the latest trends and insights on what's up in the influencer marketing and social media sphere. And we know you're busy, so every episode is right around 15 minutes. Perfect to tune into on your morning walk, during your morning routine, or on your way to and from work. Join us and our expert guests to stay up to date and take your marketing strategy to the next level with influencer marketing. The world's fastest growing marketing method. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I'm Frida Ekholm. And this is Influencer Marketing Talks. Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influencer marketing agency for fashion, home and beauty brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in a digital age and, of course, all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oudmark, Head of Marketing at Cure Media, and in this week's episode we are joined by Karin Lund, who is the global marketing manager at Kappal, a leading fashion retailer in Scandinavia and a true heritage brand that celebrates 70 years in business. We talk about keys to success when it comes to working with sustainable fashion from a marketing and communication perspective and what things that are important to keep in mind to avoid greenwashing and consumer skepticism. Hi, Karin, and big welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. I really enjoy this. So excited. Me too. So before we jump into the episode, could you please tell us a bit about yourself and for those who doesn't know about Kappal, what you're doing and also your role at the company? So my name is Karin Lund and I'm working as the global marketing manager at Kappal. I'm actually celebrating two years at Capon now. It feels like I've been here so much longer, but yeah, two years it is. And actually, that isn't the only um, university we, we're celebrating this year because Capon is celebrating 17 years. So uh, That's I, even I, longer. <laughs> yeah, even longer and even bigger. Uh, but I think that a lot of you listening actually know Capon. We are a big and well-known fashion company. Yeah, as I said, we've been here for 70 years. Uh, but for you who doesn't, 
Uh, we're a fashion brand and we're offering both affordable and responsible fashion and our idea is to do it in a, an easy and inspiring way for our consumer. Capwell has, Ello Capwell Group has uh, approximately, I think, 360 stores today, something that we are extremely proud of. And we are represented in Sweden, Norway, Finland and Poland. And we're also uh, in the UK. But then it's with our brand Newbie that I think some of you have heard about as well. Uh, online is, of course, a, a big and important distribution channel for us as well. And today, Capball, including Newbie, is active in approximately 20 markets. So we have big platforms reading a lot of customers uh, in, uh, in many countries and have a lot of possibility to drive change and get our communication out, which we are very happy for. And I'm here together with approximately 4,000 employers or, or colleagues in nine different countries. So it's a global company in many ways. Exciting. And uh, we're going to talk about something that I think many brands have on their agenda today, or at least they should have. Because in times of fast fashion, it can be quite tricky for, for fashion brands to navigate when it comes to sustainability and responsible fashion. And I know that Kappal is really one of the companies at the forefront of the industry when it comes to sustainable fashion. So Karin, could you please tell us a bit about your work in this area, what you have been doing? Yeah, I would love to. And as you said, we definitely see us as one of the companies in the forefront. Um, and that is something that we are extremely proud of at Capital. Uh, sustainability is and have been on our uh, focus and top of our agenda for a, a long time now. Uh, we don't know so much about the future, but what we do know is that people will be wearing clothes. And of <laughs> course, we want to be a part of that future. Um, but as you said, it's a challenging it's a hard area, and for Capball, uh, we've been working extremely hard for the past years with uh, developing a sustainability strategy, including clear goals, clear ambitions that is aligned with the new EU regulation and goals. So we are uh, very proud of the work that we are doing and have been doing for a long time now. As you said, a lot is happening on the regulation side of things when it comes to this area. So... What is your strategy to meet these new EU sustainability legislations and what are your best tips for other companies on what to think about? Well, I would definitely say that the key to our success is to have a strong strategy that is uh, having clear goals and clear action plans. And it's a strategy that is aligned with our business plan. Um because, of course, we want to combine growth with being a sustainable brand. Um, and with that said, at Capital, we are focusing on four different areas where we see that we have the most impact, uh, which is design, its supply chain, its organization and stores. And also the part that I'm very involved in, which is consumption. Um, and I would say that uh, the tips that we can send out and give to other brands and companies is to have sustainability as a focus within the whole organization and not only within a sustainability department. Because mm. uh, what we really can see with having this is a wide ownership. It's a wide involvement uh, through every team. 
And also, as always, when, when you want to drive a change, we see that we create a lot of engagement having this as a focus throughout the whole organization. So that has been very important. Um, but when it comes to my, more of mine responsibility and from a communication perspective, it's been extremely important to give the team and the organization the right conditions, meaning that this is a hard area. It's a challenging area. Uh, it's regulation and it's law. Mm. Um, so for us, it's been very important uh, what we've done for the past year, which has been to develop a new communication concept and communication toolbox, providing mm-hmm. our organization with the right tools. Right. And what can these tools be? What kind of toolbox do you have? Uh, well, for us, it's definitely to make sure that the organization knows about the law and re- regulations that we need to adjust to. But also how we adapt that, uh, making sure that what we communicate is both in line with our brand and mm. brand penalty, but also uh, that it's uh, including what we actually do. Because we want to talk about what we do. And that's when we can make a change real. Yeah. And it can be quite challenging to communicate around these topics. We know that consumers are more skeptical than ever. And cancelling is a big thing. If you do one little thing wrong and lots of things right, it's still that one little thing that gets noticed sometimes on social media, for example. So... What would you say and what have you noticed during your time? What are the biggest challenges and how do you work around them? Um, Once again, from a communication perspective, I would say it's two parts. As you said, one is uh, about the skepticism within the consumer, which is based on companies actually not being transparent. Um, And for us, it's about understanding the law and the regulations that are here, and they are not easy, and they are still during development. So understanding them to make sure that we can adapt to them, that is one huge challenge. Also now when everything is so new, Um, because of course, as you say, we want to avoid pinkwashing and greenwashing. So there it's about both education and also setting off time to understand these these parts. But number two, what I would say have been a big challenge for us at Capital is actually the other way around, meaning green hashing. Um, we have had a, a challenge with um, not being able to tell about all the things that we are actually doing uh, and that what that we have done, um, meaning that we don't provide the right tools for the consumer to make um, an active choice and select products that are made with less environmental impact. So both these to dare to say and uh, the things we want to say in, in a transparent and good way and also historically uh, not saying the right things. Yeah, I can imagine. And uh, it's hard for consumers today to, to make active choices, both when it comes to fashion and food and everything, because the information you have at hand is not always easy to access exactly so what do you do there in terms of yeah helping consumers Mm -hmm. understand and knowing what choices to make 
No, but I would say it's once again, we lean back to our strategy. Uh, for us, it's so important that we only speak of what we do. Uh, we call it walk the talk. And that we never speak louder than the actual impact, meaning that we really avoid to mislead the consumer. Um, at Capital, it's, for us at Capital, it's extremely important that sustainability communication isn't a PR phenomenon, even though it's, it's something that everyone talks about today. Uh, for us, it's about actually contributing and driving a change and a consumer change in this case as well. Um, so we need to be humble and transparent and speak in a way that the consumer can relate to and engage with. Um, yeah, and I think that's what we need to do as a brand. And once again, that's why we need to have the right tools within the organization so everyone knows, well, what does that mean for Capital then? Definitely. Um, so I think that, that, yeah, that's the most important thing. Getting that message across, I can imagine it can be tricky in a crowded marketplace that there's so much messages from so many brands. So what what are the strategies, the marketing strategies for Capball to, to get that message out there to your target audience? The million dollar question, Sana, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, for us, uh, I would say that number one, we really need to know and understand our target group and our consumer and what is their drivers and what is uh, the things that are relevant for them and the engagement and what do they want to engage within. Um, so for us, the whole research part that has included a lot of, of actually data collection and also speaking with the consumer has been extremely important when developing our communication toolbox and uh, I would say in the next step um, we have a, a really strong uh, communication strategy for each channel and an overall today so for us it's about having easy to relate to messages uh, that we implement and include in already existing strategies making sure that sustainability communication cannot be an add-on It cannot be something that you put on top of other communication. It needs to be included in all communication at all the time because it's not one campaign that will make the difference or right. that will change the consumer behavior. It's about actually including it all the time and making it a natural part of our com communication in the same way as we talk about fashion news or a new dress. We need to have this this year. So um, we have a lot of data of what has not worked. Uh, and we also see now with the new uh, strategy in place that we have a lot of um, a good platform to use when to when to start doing this in the in the new way. Um, but I think twist and try and continue to look at the data and speak with the consumers uh, will be the key. Yeah, definitely. And as you say, I mean, Talking about these topics, what creates trust is doing it over time and doing it consistently and making sure, as you say, it's not something that you just say because you have to, but something that is a natural part of everything you do. Mm. No matter if it's a TV commercial or influencer marketing or any channel, basically. Yeah, definitely. And I think that what we're just should remember when it comes to this really challenging subject now or, or area, uh, we see a trend in changed com consumer behavior where 
the macro trends actually is pointing in the right directions. The consumers are more interested in, in circular business models, in, in making more sustainable choices. So as a company, it's really the right timing to take an action around this. Yeah. Um, and once again, test and try. Uh, what is the things that your customer will actually engage with? I think that's the journey that we are within now and will continue to be at. That sounds right. You always need to put the customer in the center. Always, yeah. Okay, so to wrap this this whole conversation up, what are your best keys to success for all the listeners out there that are in the same position as you who have to meet all these regulations when it comes to sustainable fashion? Well, I would say number one, make sure that you have a strong sustainability strategy that is aligned with your business plan. Otherwise, it will be hard for a marketing manager or any other manager to actually deliver on it. So that's number one. Number two, make sure that sustainability is integrated in the whole company and that it's not becoming a marketing or communication fashion. It needs to be included in your brand strategy and from there throughout the whole way in the communication. Number three, uh, giving or providing the organization and your team with the right tools to actually be able to deliver on both regulations to avoid pinkwashing and greenwashing, but also the security uh, providing or giving the, the engagement that you need. Communication should be fun and to be able to deliver on that, you need to feel secure. So make sure to give your organization the right tools. Number four, uh, definitely uh, make sure that you do it together. As I said, it's never a sustainability department's question or a marketing department's question. It needs to be throughout the organization. And um, when you do it together, that's when you get it out 360. And that's when you actually can make a change for real. Uh, so so do it together and have try to have fun along the way. <laughs> Among all these regulations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I must say it's hard. But now I've been working with it for, for over one and a half year. And it's, it's extremely fun, actually, because you feel yeah. like you make a change. It's for the greater good. Dare to drive into it. I think so. Great advice. <laughs> Thank you so much, Karin, for taking your time and for guesting the podcast. It was a pleasure to having you. Thank you, Sana. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, influence marketing and what's up on the consumer marketing scene, make sure you follow us on our platforms at Cure Media.